Chapter Two of the Tale of Dickie Deer Mouse by Arthur Scott Bailey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Two: Hunting a Home. Warm weather was at hand, and Dickie Deer Mouse gave up frolicking with his friends for a time because he needed to find a pleasant place in which to spend the summer. He had his eye on a nest high in the top of a tall elm where a certain black rascal known as Old Mr. Crow had lived for a long while. Now Dickie had heard a bit of gossip to the effect that the old gentleman had moved to another tree nearer to Farmer Green's cornfield. So Dickie wanted to lose no time. He was afraid that if he waited, some brisk member of the squirrel family would settle himself in Mr. Crow's old home. Without telling anybody what was in his head, Dickie Deer Mouse set forth one pleasant warm night in the direction of the great elm where he hoped to pass a number of delightful months. It was some distance to the tall tree, but the night was fine and Dickie enjoyed his journey, though once he stopped and shivered when he heard the wailing whistle of a screech-owl. "'That's some screecher!' Dickie Deer Mouse exclaimed under his breath. "'I know his voice, and I hope he won't come this way!' Dickie halted for a few minutes, near an old oak with spreading roots, under which he intended to hide in case Simon Screecher should suddenly appear. But he soon decided that Simon was headed for another part of the woods, for his quavering cry grew fainter and fainter. So Dickie promptly forgot his fright and scampered on again faster than before, to make up the time he had lost. Though he travelled through the flickering shadows like a brown and white streak, he did not pant the least bit when he reached old Mr. Crow's elm. He did not need to pause at the foot of the tree to get his breath, but scurried up it as if climbing was one of the easiest things he did. Mr. Crow's big nest was so far from the ground that many people would not have cared to visit it except with the help of an elevator. But Dickie Deer Mouse never stopped to think of such a thing. Of course it would have done him no good anyway to wish for an elevator, for there was none at all in Pleasant Valley. In fact, even Johnny Green himself had only heard of, and never seen, one. It took Dickie Deer Mouse only a few moments to reach the top of the tall elm, where Mr. Crow's bulky nest, built of sticks and lined with grass and moss, rested in a crotch formed by three branches. Dickie had never before been so close to Mr. Crow's old home, and now he stood still and looked at it with great interest. It was ever so much bigger than he had supposed, and exactly the sort of dwelling, cool and airy, that he had hoped to find for his summer home. "'I don't see what sort of house the old gentleman can want.' That would be better than this, Dickie Deer Mouse remarked to himself. But it is a long way from the corn field, to be sure. And then he climbed quickly up the side of the nest and whisked down inside it. The next moment a great commotion frightened him nearly out of his wits. A deafening squawking smote Dickie Deer Mouse's big ears, and something struck him a number of blows that knocked his breath quite out of him. End of chapter 2